Good evening, Wisdom Eccentrics by Nat Chang Rinpoche, Chapter 26, Part 1. I don't need my microphone, do I? You can do nothing for this kind of tomure other than being natural. Just remain natural. Be friendly to all, but never let tomures cause you problems either. Yeah. So, tomorrow you must bring writing paper, because I will tell you something important, and there may be many details. Chapter 26. You never ran away. Yeah, so after all, you never ran away, Rinpoche chuckled. I was quite relaxed, or as relaxed as it was possible to be with Rinpoche, and so I replied, did you think I would, Rinpoche? No, Rinpoche laughed, slapping his thighs with delight. First, I was too afraid. Too afraid that you would not run away. Then I was glad that you had not run away. But I knew you would stay as soon as I saw you. I knew I'd stay, Rinpoche, as soon as I saw you. A bold comment, but I believed it. Rinpoche knew that I believed it and simply smiled at me. Then it occurred to me to ask, Rinpoche, how did you know I'd not run away? Rinpoche laughed. You have a very large beard. You looked like an Indian Mahasiddha, apart from the aristocratic Tulku's waistcoat. Then Rinpoche shook his head in disacknowledgement of what he'd just said. No, not like this. I saw you in a dream, but you had white hair, so I was not sure. You look like the man in my dream, but then you are different in your manner. You are too polite and courteous, and that I did not expect. But anyway, there are many things to tell, and it is not good that I tell all of them now. So today, I have many things to tell about Dokiense, but maybe I think you should cut your beard short like Nima Oze. I think this is better. As soon as I can find a beard trimmer, Rinpoche, I'll be on to it. You can be assured. Oh, yeah. I think maybe Kandros will not like this long beard, and you will need to find a Kandro to marry. So it is good that you will have a short beard like Nima Erzer. So, anyway, Dokiense. Well, aside from his sister, Kandro Loseldroma, Dokiense held Rigpai Rautri to be his closest disciple. Rigpai Rautri was his second-born son. Rigpai Rautri was a Nakpa, naturally, and of high realisation. His mind was inseparable from the mind of Dokiense. He had two children, Seitsin Wangmo, 
and Do Rinpoche Silnyong Gyepa Dorje, who upheld Do Kientse's lineage. Once Do Kientse went away travelling, and he asked a disciple, a monk, to take care of his wife, Semo Akyondromma, and make sure that she had whatever she needed. While he was gone, however, Akyondrolma became pregnant, and this made the monk highly anxious. He went to her, quite embarrassed, saying, I don't understand this. No one has been near you, and I did nothing with you, but Dokiense will think I am responsible. Please, you must speak for me and say it was not me. Akyondrolma said, Certainly, but you know, it's strange. There I was, roasting Sampa, when suddenly a flower appeared in the barley. I felt immediately that I should eat the flower, and later I had the sense that I was pregnant. Anyhow, don't worry about a thing. I'll ask Dokiense about it. He's bound to know what happened. A few years later, when Dokiense returned from his wanderings, the monk approached him and apologised. I'm sorry, I didn't care for your wife properly, for she became pregnant and she has had a child. Oh, yeah, Dokiense replied. Damn right. I know this. He's my son. But how can he be your son when you weren't here? If you don't believe me, Dokiense asserted, bring me my sword. As soon as he received the sword, he cut open the child's chest and there was a yellow flower in the boy's heart. Do you see this? Dokiense exclaimed. This is my essential sign. Dokiense then waved his hand and immediately his son's chest closed. And from that time, he was given the name Rigpai Raudri, Sword of Non-Dual Awareness. I'm surprised that the monk doubted what Dokiense said. You would not doubt? It depends who told me a thing like that. If it was you or Dujum Rinpoche, I don't think I'd be doubtful even though it's outside anything I know to be possible. Rinpoche said nothing, but it was not an awkward situation. He seemed to be waiting for me to continue. I don't think that you necessarily have to doubt or believe. When something is outside my experience, what's the purpose of believing or disbelieving? Yeah. And, Rinpoche asked, obviously not displeased with what I'd said. Well, there are many miracles that are recorded in the history of the Nyingma tradition. The lives of the Mahasiddhas are full of miracles. These miracles are part of our history, and there's no need for me to have an opinion about whether they happened in the dimension of vision or the dimension of common reality. 
And these realities are not so separate as far as I can see. Yeah, most interesting. The Western mind, Rinpoche sighed. But it is good. You do not make a tomure of yourself because of this. Tibetans see things very differently from Western people. And in both places, there are tomures who can only see in one way. You have a good heart. And so you have clarity. There is no need to become a Tibetan, but also there is no need to remain within the Western view. A yogi must be totally beyond culture. It was time for beer. Rinpoche called and the lady of the house brought the tray. This time there were fresh kapshe too delicious Tibetan fried biscuits knotted into various designs. Rinpoche, there's something else about that story. I find it strange that the monk has no respect for what Dokiense's wife has to say. After all, she is Dokiense's sangyum. Yeah, and this means what to you? Rinpoche's voice was quite relaxed. It means, in terms of what I know, that the Lama is always Guru Rinpoche for his disciples and his Sangyum is Yeshit Sogyal. If that is how it should be for Nyingmas, why does the monk not accept that something of a visionary nature has occurred? Rinpoche smiled a slightly weary smile. Yeah, so it is. You are correct, completely. This is culture. Tibetan culture is like this. But this is not Vajrayana. I made before some comment on Western mind, but here Western cultural mind is better than Tibetan cultural mind. In the West, women are free, but in our culture, Nakmas cannot wear a white shantam in public because of what people would say. Such a woman would be scorned and it would not be good for her. Eh, hey, Hong, it is disgusting. In the time of Yeshit Sogyal, there were 3,000 female Gurkha Changlo practitioners. In the first spread of Vajrayana, there was true Vajrayana culture. That is your task now, to make a true Vajrayana culture in the West. This was Dujam Rinpoche's request to me, that I work to establish and propagate the Gurkha Changlo Day in the West and help preserve it in the East. Then there is no choice for you. I am glad that Dujam Rinpoche asked this of you. Very happy. To preserve the Gurkha Changlo Day will not be easy because there is opposition from the wealthy monasteries who wish to remain wealthy. I don't speak of Kunchog and the Nyingma Monastery here in Sopema. 
Kunchog is a very good lama and a very good practitioner. He wears the monk's robe, but he is a real yogi. This good Pemadorje, too, he is a good monk. You have good motivation, I know this, and you are not a politician, not a Tomyor, but you are naive about Tibetans. We have a history of murder. There have been many good lamas of all schools, Gurkha Changlo and monastics, but also bad ones who live by politics. There are people who will commit murder for power or spread lies to separate friends. You must know this if you want to spread the Gurkha Changlo. I cannot help you in this. I have no power in politics. All I can say is that you must avoid politicians and have a clear mind. We sat in silence for a while and as we did so I contemplated Rinpoche's words. I'd read Snellgrove and Richardson's Cultural History of Tibet so the idea of ecclesiastical pontiffs plotting assassinations was not a total shock to me. I knew that Rating Rinpoche had been murdered in the 1950s. But who'd want to murder me? Mr Nowhere Man. What threat would I have opposed to anyone? How many Western people would I ever encourage to become Nakhmas and Nakhmas? The whole thing seemed improbable. I'd try my best to keep my promise to Dujan Rinpoche, naturally. But keeping that promise was not just down to me. Other people had to become interested. I could imagine a handful, perhaps, over the course of a lifetime, but never enough to worry those to whom it might pose a threat. The established monastic order was not going to get edgy about anything I might accomplish. However, I did not feel I could dismiss Rinpoche's warning. He was not alarmist and had never said anything like this before. Rinpoche had picked up the fact that I had been ruminating. Yeah, do not worry now. There is nothing you can do. Dujum Rinpoche remains with us and he is powerful. He loves the Gurkha Changlo day as his own sons and he does much to help them. It is when he passes that you must be careful.